Welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Miss Chassie B. And I'm Sunshine. I can't wait. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoy it. Please do us a favor, share, 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 share this live comment, say hello, let us know you're here, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We already got Yolanda on saying hello, ladies. Hello, hello. Hey, Yolanda. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we have a guest on tonight. We're going to go ahead and let her introduce herself, tell a little bit about whatever you want to know about you. Go for it. <laughs> um, Hi, everyone. I'm Mimi, um, and I am a real estate investor, and I have a three-year-old daughter. Um, I'm based here in Raleigh, Durham, and um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We got an amazing topic tonight. We can't wait to learn all these good nuggets and such and such. Tierra said, hey, hey, Tierra. Hey, Tierra. All right. We always start with a foreplay and I always get nervous when she says she got a story. But Chastity B got a story. Here we go. So it's not really a story. It's more of a people get on my nerves and they can kiss my ass for the most part. Mm. So this weekend... I went out um, on the town. I went to a adult recess thing by myself. And then on my way there, I got invited to a concert. So um, the next day, I wake up to a DM from somebody telling me, it looks like you had a good time, but you need to settle down and find a good male role model for your kids. Wow. And... (laughs) I, I had to do that same look and I said that same while <laughs> because I'm like, first of all, who are you to tell me that? Number one. Number two, you obviously do not know me or my kids because I, su- I try to surround my kids around a whole bunch of positive male figures, whether it's their um, sports coaches. They go to a school that is predominantly taught by black. It's a lot of black male um teachers there so my kids they are constantly in contact with black male figures I try to find mentors out in the community to let them be around that's going to teach them positive things and all this kind of stuff I go out two times a month out of the 30 days that is in a month I go out for two and I don't even do a whole 24 hours I'm probably gone for my kids maybe eight hours every time and every time I come back home to them So, for anybody that has anything to say about any woman, whenever she is outside having a good time, y'all need to shut up, mind your business, and kiss our asses. I was about to say (laughs) amen, but that might not be right. Um, (laughs) But it's the audacity for me. Like, I don't, to me, you didn't even have to explain all that. It ain't none of their business. Right. I mean, I didn't, but I just wanted them to know, like, I'm, I'm at all of my kids' games. I don't miss any of their games. I do a lot for my kids. I do way, uh, I do a lot more than a lot of people that I know even think about doing for their kids. And I'm not saying that I'm any better, but don't sit here and act like just because I don't have a man in my life that my kids don't have positive role models in their life. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, that do, just doesn't make sense. And what do you want me to do? Sit in the house and wish upon a star for a man? 
Mm-hmm. Or wake up from my dreams and be like, oh, that was the man of my dreams. And then he's in my bed. No, I <laughs> have to go outside and communicate with people, get to know new people, find new people. Unless you want me on the side of the corner begging somebody, will you please be my husband so that you can be a positive role model in my kid's life? What do you want? What do you want from me? I feel like Tyrese. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't I don't understand people and I don't understand why they feel like they have to have a say in your life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it ain't something happened. Did you, you your mic changed or something? My mic changed mm-hmm. in my lap. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh two socks production. Say hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome. And Yolanda said, I know you went off. Did you go did you go off? Hold on, I'm loud. I don't want to be too loud. Am I still loud? I think you're okay. You know, okay. I always worry about my voice. That's good. It's so soft. That's better. Oh, oh I can't hear you at all. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I did go off. I cussed her out and I blocked her. But I'm going to, um, well, I unfriended her, but I'm going to send another friend request because, baby, I got something for you in December that's going to really piss you off. Uh-oh. Lord Jesus. All right. Here <laughs> said, you should have told them to cash app you for wasting your time in inbox like that. I know that's right. I know that is right. What would you do, Mimi, if somebody uh, met, had the audacity to message you something like that? Well... Nowadays, uh, I probably would just ignore it, but the old me probably would have had something to say. Mm. But, mm. you know, as mothers, we have to find that balance. Um, you should go out um, and enjoy yourself and live your life. Um, we're yeah. not meant to be here and put on this earth just to mother every single day. So right, live your right. life. Enjoy it. Chastity, you know, I travel a whole lot and I am better when I come back to my daughter after vacation and I can get a lot of more things done. Right, right. Everybody need that mental break. And, you know, especially us women, you know, I know I ain't trying to take away from men by no means, but <laughs> but us women, we our brain is always going about something. These are facts. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thinking about the morning, the evening, and the night before y'all even woke up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we so we need that break. We definitely, definitely need that break. All right. I got just two short videos for my foreplay. Just two short ones. Okay. I, I got the funeral and then I got the song selection at the funeral. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. So, so 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 what would y'all do if y'all was at the funeral and you seen this? I would be laughing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> for those of you, for those of you that listen later, they was carrying the casket outside, and the bottom of the casket fell out, and the body <laughs> rolled down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my All right, and this is the song selection at the funeral. Okay, you, you gotta have a song selection, right? We go praise him tonight. I feel alright. I'm still alive. Hey, we gonna magnify his name. He never changed. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> I had to make it light after your story. God must have knew. Nah. <laughs> Every time I'm in church, they be like, "Give God a praise." I'm like, "We gonna give Him a praise." <laughs> 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 oh man, oh man. Uh Tierra said the old the old me would post it on Facebook with a screenshot. The new me would definitely post it subliminally. So you're gonna post it either way. <laughs> what you saying? <laughs> what I got out of it. I started yeah, to screenshot man. it. I started to, but I was like, it's not even worth it. Yeah, it, ain't I, worth it. it ain't worth it. She said it was a song in the background. Uh-huh. Y'all heard the song in the background talking about give my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Then she said, that's kind of lit, though. Praise him. It is kind of lit, though. Ain't gonna lie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I hear ourselves that you mean me. That's okay. I was um trying to share it to my Facebook, but it's still kind of, it's not doing it, but it's okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get started on the topic. Um, Chassie B invited Miss Mimi on to talk about business and ownership and things of that nature. Um, so we're going to um, get started. And uh, as y'all will uh, watch along, if you have any questions or any comments, please comment along with us. And we're just going to have a good discussion. All right. All right. So for people that don't know you, what type of business do you own? I think you already said it. And then what made you start that particular business? Um, so I own a three-part business. Um, I am a real estate investor. Um, and my company is M&M Signature Homes. Um, I'm also a landlord and I'm also a project manager. Um, so both of those businesses are um, what creates M&M Signature Homes. Um, and so I actually invest in mobile homes currently. Um, I will be expanding my business, but currently I have six mobile homes that I invested in just this year in 2022. Um, and What made me start this business? Um, Truly, I wanted to invest in real estate for many, many years, and I really didn't know much about it. So I spent most of my time in 2021 um, and over the pandemic really researching and trying to figure out what business would be a good fit for me. Um, At the beginning of the pandemic, I started a soft play business, and that was like... It was it was not a good time to start that business. And so I said, okay, well, let me try something else. Um, So I got my hands into this business and it is really um, flourishing right now. And I'm just so thankful. Um, What made me really get started in it is my daughter. Um, You know, really having that generational wealth, um, leaving a legacy is what my focus has been. And that's what really pushes me each and every day to um, get my business to where I really want it to be. Mm, that's good. That's good. So tell the people how you started it. So you know you <laughs> had a business before. So how did you start this uh, real uh, this business? Sorry. So um, I'm from a small town, uh, Roxborough, North Carolina, and <laughs> most of the homes there. Um, you know, a good amount of them are mobile homes, modular homes um, for people that may decide to build their homes. They may get their own land and they would buy the home from Clayton Homes. Um, now, how I got into the industry is I was thinking like, OK, what is the best um, way to make residual income in my sleep? Mm. Um, 
Um, and I thought about it. I'm like, okay, I can do several different things. I tried to tap into the cleaning business um, sector and the soft play sector, but all of those would be me actually physically using my body to go out, using my time, being away from my daughter. Um, and so I thought about investing. Now, there's different types of investing. Um, and in my room, I'm a real estate investor. Um, and so with that being said, I buy the home. Can you guys hear me? I know it's yeah. Chastity over there doing so. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I buy the mobile homes free and clear. And so what that means is, is that I um, actually seek the mobile homes. I look for them. Sometimes I have people like Chastity that will bring me deals. Um, and so I really appreciate that. Um, but when I do find homes, I am looking for a certain type of home with a certain type of look because what i'm going to do is upgrade them i rehab them i flip them so they're bought to me and they they may be in not the best condition um and what i do is is i hire a team which i have a whole team of people that can help me flip my my projects and get them done um and so when i began looking at how much investing I could get into. I wanted to have a low impact investment for my first one. Um, so with the mobile homes, you can, you can get a project done within about 30 days with the way my timelines are set up in my crew. Um, and so I wrote out my timelines. Um, I thought about all the materials that, needed, that I needed to proceed and to finish the job from point A to point B. Um, and then once I had all of those things together, I started to hire my, my contractor. So um, you have a contractor that could do roofing. You have a contractor that's doing plumbing. You have a contractor that can sometimes do everything all in one, one setting. And I prefer those as opposed to a single um, subcontractor. Mm. So once you get your team together, um, you are ready to rock and roll. You need everybody in a tight knit timeline so that you can get your project done. Either you want to flip it and sell it, flip it and rent it out, flip it and hold on to it for many years. And then that way you become a landlord. So it's so many options to investing. Um, and those are just the high level ones. Got you, got you. Got you. So, um, so if somebody wants to um, be in this business and investing in mobile homes or investing in real estate, um, but don't know anything about it, you know, I know you have to get. I'm guessing you are real a real sir, so you probably went through and took the exam and everything. But that still doesn't really tell you like the logistics of how to do what you do. So, what advice would you give someone that wants to kind of delve into this? Um, if someone is at the stage currently learning and educating themselves about real estate investing, what I recommend, number one, is that they start building their business credit while they are learning how to get into investing. Um, I beginning. So all of my projects I have purchased free and clear, meaning it was my own money um, and I own them. So the mm. bank does not own them. It's not owned by, you know, an angel investor or someone else. I own them free and clear. But what I would recommend is going forward, if someone was to ask me what, how to go about it, I would say while you are learning the process of investing, learning about the materials, learning about 
how the soft spots look in a home, if you need to replace the roofing or the flooring, knowing all of those things and learning that, but also in parallel, working on your personal credit, working on your business credit, get your funding up so that you can use other people's money. So how do you work on your business credit? Because I hear that a lot, but I never really know how, what do you do to work on your business credit? Like what okay. steps do you take? <laughs> That's a good question. So first, you definitely want to make sure that you incorporate your business at the North Carolina um, state website. Um, and for those people that may have questions about that, I can kind of dig into that a little bit later. But you want to incorporate your business. Um, and then next, you want to have a few things in order to get prepared for funding. You want to make sure that your address is correct. Um, you don't want to use a home address. You want to make sure that um, when you do set the telephone number up, that it's like a 1-800 number instead of like 919, like a local Sprint number. You want to make sure that it's a business phone number on a business line. Um, you want to have a visual website. Um, something that if you get funding, the bank is going to go and research all of these things about mm -hmm. you. Um, and you want to look credible. Um, and so um, really also having your personal credit together. I know you asked me about business, but um, if it's a large amount of funding, they are going to look at your personal credit. Um, and that is called personal guarantee. Um, so for your business structure, after you've done those few things to get your business set up, you want to make sure that you have your EIN number, which is equivalent to a Social Security number. That is your business Social Security number. It is so important that you do not miss that step. Um, and you also want to get a Duns and Bradstreet number. Now, with the Duns and Bradstreet number, you will then start working on your business credit and building it up. With the Duns and Bradstreet, you'll get net 30 accounts. And what that pretty much means is you'll work with companies like Ulon, Granger um, for the first one to three months. You'll work with them. You'll maybe buy something for like $100. You'll pay it off within uh, maybe 10 to 15 days of the bit of the statement that you receive. And then what's going to happen is, is after 30 days, you're going to start seeing that they have invoiced you. Okay. Let me know if I lost you guys. You, you kind of lost me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a lot. <laughs> it is a, it's a lot of still. Go ahead. Yeah, so, okay. But, so uh, that's from the Duns. Say that one. Duns and. Wait. So you're going to obtain a, your EIN number. Right. And then the second number that you're going to obtain is your Duns and your Bradstreet number. Okay. And your Duns and Bradstreet, now they said they're going to do away with it, but currently they have not. So your Duns and Bradstreet is going to be tied to the net 30 accounts. And that's how you're going to be able to build your credit up on the more slow end. So there is several different business credit tiers. and You can go all the way up to like tier 10, but the first few tiers are very important. So you're going to get um, cards like Lowe's, Home Depot, gas cards. Um, you're going to start applying for those for the first maybe one to six months. Those are the type of cards you're going to get. And I want you to be using them when you get them. You know, it's money that you can utilize. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I use them for my business. You know, I buy material. I get, you know, if I'm running up to Lexington to, to my rentals, I'll put in gas or whatever. But it's not much. You want to be able to pay it back um, when you do get that, you know, business credit. Got you. I got you now. <laughs> I was a little lost. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, it's something I'm gonna have to research a little bit more just to like you know understand it a little bit more. But I I get I get what you're saying. So like yeah. with those, it's more like um, kind of like a secured credit card if you want to think of it in a different way. Yeah. Okay. And once you've been with you know once you show and have invoices for about you know maybe three to six months, then you'll start getting bigger credit cards from places like American Express, Navy Federal, um, Chase Business. Like all of those people will look at you then and say, okay, well, if they can manage and they've paid off their invoices in a timely manner, we'll go ahead and, you know, give them some business credit. Um, And then there's other hacks too that I could kind of discuss with you guys um, on another call. But It's so many different ways around building your business credit. But if you already have good personal credit, you do not have to go through those steps of building the business credit. You could just go to the bank and say, hey, I have my business incorporated. Here is my paperwork. I would like to apply for a $100,000 loan. Mm. Now, what they're going to do is look at your personal credit. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about funding. Right. And what do you have? Like, do you know the number of a credit score if you are trying to get a business loan, what they are looking for? Um, For business loan, you probably need to be above the 700. It's like 750 is a good, good, like, amount, I would say. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um, So um, I think you already went through this, but what are some (laughs) key things to know before deciding on ownership? So. I guess from you already talked about the financial things about knowing, but what's some what's some things that you learned along the way that kind of you wish you would have known like from the beginning? Um, yes, definitely the business credit side um, and making sure that you grow your business. Something that I am learning now um, and I've you know kind of been doing my research because I have a major like a few major projects that I'm going to be launching next year um, and I will not be using my own money. I'm going to be using other people's money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, with that being said, I'm probably going to use a private money lender. Um, and this way, I have no money going in and I'm actually going to get money coming out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be a win on my end. And then, you know, there's other ways that you can fund your deal as well. Um, but knowing what your funding sources are, knowing, um, about the, the state of the home before you buy it, knowing you can bring your general contractor, your handyman with you. But as the owner and operator of a business, you need to know those things too. You need to know if it's a hole in the floor, is this repairable or do I have to take up the entire floor? You need to know that for yourself. Um, For one, because as women, we do not want people to get over on us. So Mm -hmm. um, that's just something that I've learned along the way, um, knowing what the job is before they even tell you. So in my head, I already know how much it may take or how much it may cost for me to flip a home. How much mm. the material are before um, 
before they tell me, you know, so I know these type of things in the back of my head. So knowing about your timelines to knowing how long it's going to take them to complete a job, um, you know, what are, you know, some of the key things, those are the very high level key things before deciding to go into this type of ownership is knowing what you're getting your hands into. Um, right. You know, sometimes you may have to do a little bit of work. You may have to paint, you know, you may have to knock some walls down. So just be prepared um, for some of those things. If your handyman just decides to leave you. <laughs> right, right, right. And also don't invest in some property just because it's a good deal. Exactly. So that's a that's a great point. So definitely assess the deal. I'm a real estate investor, not a real estate agent. Um, so those are two different things. I invest in deals that are a good fit for me. Um, and I flip them. I make my money off of the deal. And then sometimes, depending on the type of the home, I rent it out to people. Um, and so I am looking for the best deals that have you know, not a, it's a lot of work for somebody that is not in this industry. They look at my homes and they're like, oh, I could never do that. I mean, Chastity's probably seen some of my pictures, but some of the homes are tore up and I make them beautiful. I make them beautiful. Um, I was like, I don't know how in the world she's going to fix the house. And then I go back and look and see the picture. I'm like, that don't even look like the same. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so just knowing, um, having that knowledge and knowledge that no one can ever take from you, you know, the groundwork that it takes um, so that people won't get over on you. Because in this industry, I'm learning that, you know, I'm, I'm making ground for black women as well in the industry. There is not a lot of women that do investing like this. And so um, I do want to shine light that. Um, you know, it can be done and you just got to, you know, really work at it, educate yourself on what you're getting into and mm -hmm. really focus on your ultimate goal and, you know, not focusing all about the money, you know, um, because right. it's more than just the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just to go to the comments real quick, Julia said, hey, y'all just checking in. Hey, hey welcome. Uh, two socks production said yes residual income this yes. is so good thank you for having this segment no problem thank you so much for joining yeah and hunter morgan says mimi on the prowl for them fsbo <laughs> what's fsbo for us so this is one of my partners in the field um this guy here mr hunter he's he's he got a lot of history um i always connecting with him so if you guys ever need some help in the triad area, then he can definitely help you. Mm -hmm. Okay. All Trust right. FSBO. <laughs> Who knows? I'm going to have to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, look, I was trying to act like I knew without knowing. You can call me out. Connect y'all with him if you want to know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Morgan, what's the FSBO for us? <laughs> Us ignorant folk. Um, so what's I I feel like you touching everything, all the questions. Right. Every I time I have a question, she answers it. Uh, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna ask this, and then she'd be right. like, Oh, and this. I'm like, dang, that was my question. <laughs> uh, but is there any other mistakes that you made that you would give advice against? Or if somebody asked like what not to do, what what advice would you give or what absolutely not to do? Oh, yes. Um 
<laughs> yes. So in buying a mobile home, um, you want to always make sure that you have the title for the mobile home. Mm. Um, I have bought mobile homes where I wrote up a bill of sale. I will not do that again. Um, because, you know, you run into things and you find that people may not be very truthful about if there is still a lien on the home and things mm. like that. You know, if the home is a certain age, um, sometimes I run into it where a lot of people say, oh, I don't have the title. But then I get down to the title company and you have a lien or an outstanding balance. Mm. I can't do anything with that home. I'm not going to, you know, I can't right. do anything with it. Um, and I don't want to be responsible for your remaining balance if I've already paid for the home and it's supposed mm -hmm. to be free and clear. So um, always make sure that you get the title for the home. Um, and making sure that you check on your contractors, guys. <laughs> um, don't just think, okay, they're working on a project and they're doing what they're supposed to do. No, you should show up and pop up every so often um, because you have to think about if you're trying to get a certain timeline done, I like to um, I like to buy my homes and flip them and have a potential tenant in there in 30 days. Oh, you're not playing. All she right. Yeah, 30 days. Get a minute, my job can't even really get carpet off a boot, but you just spend money to pay the minute. Thirty days. So a very aggressive timeline. Um. For some people, uh, and some of my colleagues in the industry laugh at me, they say I'm a shark, you know, just with my timelines. But what else are you doing? Every day you should be working on the project, getting something done. Um, if there is a lag, then, you know, that's why I come into play and I should know what's going on. So, mm -hmm. So hey, he is said there... it's for sale by owner. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> so, is there a way that you can see if somebody um, is not being truthful with you and has a lien on the house before you actually go through with the deal? Because I know you said you've done the bill of sale before, but like, can you see that stuff first? Yes, and so you always want to do your due diligence always um and what that looks like you want to do a walkthrough through the house you want to look for your vin um in your data plate you want to go down to the dmv you want to make sure that you talk to the title company to make just double check just to make sure everything is free and clear um because what happens is is that if it's not free and clear they're going to tell you um make sure there's no taxes owed on the home um and of course if there's taxes for the year I don't mind taking care of those sometimes, but nine, nine times out of 10, I loop it into the final deal and just mm -hmm. let them go ahead and kind of pay it off that way. Yeah. And stuff like taxes is public knowledge, right? Like we can just go on the county website and look it up. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Is the person who, if it does have a lien on it, is the person who the, lien, the company that the lien is for, is that also public knowledge? Um, no. So what in that case, what I normally tell the people that are for sale by owner, as Mr. Morgan said, <laughs> um, you want to get them to if they say, OK, I don't have a lien on the home and I go to the um, DMV and they say that it is a lien on the home, then I want them to show me proof of paperwork from that company mm. um, that it is free and clear. Mm. So have it, I'm sure it's been some instances where they never, they just probably oh, never yeah. produced the paperwork and got you. Yeah, they ghost me. They ghost me all the time when they don't have 
all the paperwork together or it could be granddad's home and granddaughter selling it and mm. they kind of want to get rid of it so i don't get into all that type of stuff right. Right. so right. you just said something that kind of caught me but i guess i missed it whenever you said it earlier you said dmv department of motor vehicles is that right right <laughs> okay is it because it's a mobile home yes and so uh a mobile mm. home is um kind of similar to a car or a boat and you have a title you have a title for the mobile home and it has a um data plate within the home it's normally located in the kitchen or either kind of like in the back in the master bedroom or bathroom ah interesting okay. never knew that Learn yeah. something new every day. <laughs> That's every how day. you can keep track of the home. Now, if, um, say, for example, if the home was free and clear um, and, you know, maybe the uh, the officer would have to come out there, he's going to look and inspect the home um, to make sure that it is free and clear. He's going to look for the VIN number. So he's looking for all of those things if he's going to give me a, a, a new um, title. Got you, got you. So what's the difference between a mobile home and a modular home? Okay, good question. So a mobile home is, um, a modular home is more uh, structured like a, a home, but the, the it, it's different. So they're both made the same. They're both okay. made in a warehouse. Right. Right. But the, the type is just a little bit different, but they they still fall under the same category. Just the look of it is totally different. Um, the, the things that they put in the module home is more like a single family home. Um, mm -hmm. And then the mobile home is just a little bit different as far as um, some of the items. Now, in some of my homes, I do use real cabinets and things like that, but it could not. Some of the mobile homes may not have real wood and all that stuff. So you have to think about that. When you're buying a mobile home, um, you can get all the things that you want in a mobile home in a modular home. Um, but you just have to sit down and talk about it. And, of course, it's an upcharge if you go to, like, Clayton Homes and places like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, because I know, like, in a lot of, I, mean, I don't know if this is all counties or not, but I know in the counties, like, that we live in and the surrounding ones, they won't allow a mobile home in town in the city limits, yeah. but they'll allow a modular home in the city limits. I'm like, but they, the same thing. <laughs> so, I, I just kind of confused, like, what the difference is, like, and, you know, some people, you know, they saying it's just the look of it, like, mobile yeah, homes have a bad like name. Yeah. yeah, 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 but, um, but, but why? Why mobile homes for you? Why did you choose that avenue? Um, because it is a uh, low cost investment, um, and I can see, I'm already seeing a return on my investment. And I've only been in business um, since January of 2022, um, and my business is now on paper incorporated. It's about eight months old, so um, you know I can truly. I can truly see that it's a benefit in the area of a return, but at the same time, um, and, and I'm kind of going off of the tangent from your question because I thought that I wanted to really have a return on investment, but then I got into this guys and, um, it started to be more of a purpose. Mm. Um, I have people that reach out to me that need housing, um, a lot of people are without homes. And as you know, the market is starting to skyrocket. And, and so with starting. that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, 
um, mobile homes are, um, you know, fairly priced. And I set the price upon the comps that are in the area, but it's more so now a purpose. It's, it's a purpose-driven, um, and it's beyond the money or anything like that. I really do love helping the people. Um, I love helping people find the homes. So they reach out to me all the time because now, you know, my business is starting to get out there. People are sharing my work that I've completed on their behalf. And it's good, you know, and they want to start investing in homes and they want to do it with a low impact. So not mm. a lot of money in and they can own the home in like five or six years and be done with it. Mm. Wow. 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 Like right. Well, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Go to the DMV. Okay. Um, before I ask my next question, Hunter said, uh, checking liens, taxes is free to check and is provided service by the county. I've seen owners sell their house and trailer to you for what the lien amount is. Just for peace of mind. So it, oh, so right there's up. people out there that's like been paying on homes for years and years and years, but literally just want to get it out from under them and sell it for just what yep. they owe on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if they um if they owe only maybe maybe I don't know five more thousand dollars and they want to do something else, I can take it off of their hands. So the type of homes that I take off people's hands is people that want to be free and clear of their home. Maybe they want to move. Maybe they're old go to a retirement home, I'll take their home. I'll update it if it needs to be updated. Mm -hmm. um, I'll rent it out or either sell it. Um, sometimes people may buy land and it's a mobile home on there. I'll buy it. I get a ton of free mobile homes. Really? Yes. A ton wow. Of yeah, because people don't want to deal with the moving costs. Yeah, I heard that's expensive. You know what? I seen a house today. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to see if I can find it. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm. It's, so it's funny. They they find out, yeah, mm. once they find out what I'm doing, um, they prefer to call me. And I'm so thankful. I'm just so thankful, you know. Um, it could be that they just don't want to deal with the house at all. And mm. that's why I come in. Um, you have a lot of people that may have um, financial issues. They may have family issues and they want to get out of their um, their situation. And they call me. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, Julia says she needs your info immediately. Child, we all do. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this needs to be a class. Like, <laughs> Bring you to the know, center. I, was, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do it this year. Not this year. Not not 2022. I was about to say, <laughs> we're not over this year. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe next year, after I get a few of my large projects out of the way, maybe in the latter part of the year, I was thinking about doing classes. I've had probably over 100 people reach out to me. Um, and so we'll see who's serious about investing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the class will cover business credit. It'll cover, um, you know, things about investing, like how do you find a mobile home? You know, how do you how do you fund the mobile home? A lot of people can go through the bank, but nine times out of 10, you can use other people's money to do that. Um, how do you buy land for your mobile home if that's what you're looking for? Um, how do you mm -hmm. buy mobile home parks? So it's so many avenues. How do you wholesale? Like you can wholesale a mobile home, too. Mm. 
Mm, I need to what? talk to you too. And, and my mind is actually like really percolating because you know we work. I work with the senior population for most of my career. Now I'm not, but the senior population. Oh my God, I had so many people um, that own mobile homes, but then ain't going to a nursing home, and now this mobile home is sitting in this uh, trailer park or mobile home park, and now they can't pay, afford to pay the nursing home and pay the trailer park. Right. Because you know the nurse home won't get all your money but with thirty-three dollars. Mm-hmm. So so um I mean I've seen so many people just lose, I guess I guess just lose homes because their health has declined, yeah. the family not gonna pay it. And I I'm, I wish I would have knew you then because I could have right. been like help her out because I literally had people just lose their home and the trailer park just took it over and now own it and rent it out and they didn't get a dime. Um because they didn't know what to do, and people and and a lot of people at the time didn't care about investing in mobile homes because they yeah. thought it was too much work, or they thought, you know, they're outdated or whatever. Because mm-hmm. her mobile home was—I mean, I think it was built in the or made—I don't know how you call it, built or made in the '60s. So they right. was like, "Oh, that's gonna be more trouble than good," you know what I'm saying? So I really wish I would have knew you then. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, the opportunity is here now, and. Um, we really have to help people out. Um, that's the ultimate goal. Hi, mm-hmm. stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> you fine, you fine. You can mute if you need to while I read these comments. Um, look, Julia said she's serious, she ain't lying, she did ASS, uh, she needed now. <laughs> Even Donald Knight and John said, I'm serious, I guess he needed too. Okay, hey, Donald, how you doing? Hi, Donald. Um, yeah, um, she said it's not, I can't, the comments are growing by so fast, but um, I can give my information out. Um, and so that if anybody is inter- interested in mobile home investing or um, interested in rehabbing mobile homes for themselves, then certainly let me know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely interested. So I do have a question. Besides free, what was the cheapest mobile home you obtained five hundred dollars girl bye hit me up at tax time okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm like julia in that bed Ugh, okay <laughs> wow five hundred dollars being a little nosy but you don't have to answer if you don't want to and if you need to take a break with the baby that's fine but um what was your return from the five hundred dollars? Um, so I bought two five hundred dollar homes. One of them I I returned it. I like I'm like I didn't want to deal with it. He had a lien on the house, so uh. he didn't tell me he had a lien. And so that's one of those incidents where I gave you guys an example. Like make mm-hmm. sure that you just do your due diligence. Um, the other home that was five hundred. Um. I sold it. It was 6K. Wow. Now, I didn't rehab that home. I got At all? It. I, no. So when you wholesale, you just wholesale. I'm, I'm not rehabbing anything pretty much. I mean, I may update the paint. You know, if the house is well, you know, <laughs> together, you don't right. really have to always update the homes um, necessarily. And so that's where your knowledge of um, how the home is, the condition that it's in, because 
I can, I'm at the point now, I can, people send me pictures, I can look at it and tell you how much it's assessing, how much you can sell it for. Wow. Child. I need to become a consultant. Go ahead and Listen, when I be sending list. you the houses, I'm going to need for you to be like, Chastity, this house is worth this much. <laughs> 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 just so I know. Just so I know. I'm still going to send it to you, but I'm just curious to know. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, Julia said, not so much a mobile home, but how to sell a house you bought, but houses more since the children moving out. So just one person home, maybe an extra room, maybe a rent style. I think she said, Donald said, I just bought one for 10 grand and that was the case with the elderly lady. Mm -hmm. So he bought one for 10 Ooh, grand. He said it was a 2015 house. That's oh, wow. That's great. That's a good deal. That's, that's a good really deal. great. Because a 2015 home, I mean, that's brand new. Right, right, right. Oh man, oh man. What? Um, I can't say I got fifteen acres for. What? Oh, you got a steal, Donald. You got a steal. <laughs> so I do have a. I got another question. So okay. for some reason, when I hear people say they want to uh, own rentals and they want to be, you know, get, you know, have a rental property, that scares me for some reason because I'm like, you gonna get somebody in there, they gonna tear the house up. You know, then you got to repair it, blase, blase. So what's your experience as being a landlord, I guess, is the correct thing. Um, So I'm 100% landlord. Currently, it is just me. Um, and so that's why I said I have a three-part business because I also um, help run other people's deals, too. So I help rehab their homes and I get paid for, you know, managing their projects mm -hmm. so as a landlord um i have a maintenance team i have my contractors um so i'm managing those two people um and then i'm also managing my tenants um sometimes sometimes your tenants can be a handful in the beginning especially um you know they're getting acquainted to the area where they're living, um, you know, trying to get settled with things. Um, but I would say have automations in place. I am now at the point where I don't have to do much of anything. Um, I am not the middle person anymore. I got an app and they put all of their stuff in the app. <laughs> if they mm -hmm. have any maintenance issues and it goes directly to my team. Now my team always tells me if they need to, you know, go out to the home or anything. Um, but what I do is, is I communicate through that app. I do not communicate with them um, via phone anymore. It's either strictly email or if it's an emergency, yes, I do right. talk with them. Um, but I also do um, inspections like every other month. Mm. Um, you know, I've had my tenants to steal my appliances before. I've had them wow. to vandalize my stairs that I paid like $500 for. So it's things that happens. But that's why you get a security deposit as well. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so, uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm doing too much at one time and I just seen it. Oh, Chassie had to go to the bathroom. Are you? Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, someone is uh, interested in this type of business. Well, I think you already answered that too. All right. Yeah. So, in your opinion. Passion and or money are both necessary. Um, that is a very, very good question. Um, so I think that you really have to be passionate about whatever business you own. It doesn't have to be real estate. Um, 
being passionate about what your business is about is going to really grow you in the end. Um, you have to go in something with passion. Um, and then the success is going to come because you're passionate about it. You're moving in alignment with what your goals are. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you need both. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a lot of people who invest in business just because they think it's going to make them a lot of money. Right. Um, and you have yeah. to realize the first five years, you may not make what you thought you were going to make. Um, mm. And you got to put in the legwork. You can't just think the first six months that everything is going to go well. Um, you know, as I expand my business, I know I'm taking it to another level. And I know that there is going to be greater things that I'm going to run into. And we'll have well, we can meet again and talk about that, you know, but it's it's definitely levels to it. I think that um, the money will always come, but you really have to be passionate about what you really love in life and sit in your truth on what that looks like, if it's really for you or if it's not, you know? Right, right, right. Mm. You got anything else, Chaz? No, she just done boggled my mind. I'm going to be... <laughs> Like sending a, a thousand messages, be like, I got questions. <laughs> so I just found her Facebook group or page, whichever one it is, and I put it in the chat for people who are asking for your information. Cause okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We apologize in advance that they like, ah, we need it now. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> no, don't there. She is a mama, too. Don't right. you message her at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 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 like, let's be continued. So Donna was saying that the one he bought was a tax foreclosure. Gotcha. So that's how he got it. It's such a good deal. Yeah. So that's a, you know, that's a good point. So I didn't mention that, but that is another way to get homes is like auctions and um, tax foreclosures. Um, I mean, driving for dollars is, is the best one though. Like driving for dollars. Sometimes you can get houses on marketplace. Um, but I find a lot of my good deals, homes, they look they look kind of bad on the outside. But when you get in the inside, some of them are not messed up. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, and Donna was saying that you can um, go to the courthouse and check county foreclosures because it's public info. Which I know you that. can, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do more work than is needed. I'm not going to do that. She's like, baby, it's coming easy. It's coming easy. <laughs> you know, um, that's good. But I, I work a nine to five, you know, so I don't have time to go to the courthouse. My best option is to actually go out there and drive on Saturday mornings. And I run across a lot of mobile home parks that have homes that are open, you know, and, and they want to. What the deal is, is that with mobile home parks, um, they make money off the lots. It is called lot rent. So right. when they see me coming as an investor, they're like, okay, if you're going to rehab it, go ahead and rehab it and take it off of my hands. Mm. And they enjoy to have, they enjoy having me because I can get each house done. I have um, a mobile home park in Fuquay. One house is out there and it's like several others that are just open. So mm -hmm. as I take my time and then I'm building up that rapport and relationship. So if he has other homes, he's going to call me first because I got all the rest of the homes nice and pretty for him. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Wow, that's yeah. good. That's good. Tara said, it seems like you also need vision to see raw parts or old structures and visualize the final result. That's amazing. Sound like yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. You have to have um, definitely the basic knowledge, Tiara, about just investing in this type of homes. Um, because, you know, with a single family home, you can, you, I mean, they don't look as bad as these mobile homes. Some of my homes have holes in the walls. The floors are messed up. Um, we have to rip them up and start from the beginning. So it's a brand new home for most mm. people. Got you, got you, got you. Um, and then Donald said it's online as well. I just seen a home and four acres for twenty two thousand. I'm guessing that's like a, a brick and mortar home, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Oh man, we we flew through that. That's all the questions. <laughs> and you gave a lot of good information. Like I'm gonna go back and watch this tomorrow. Right. Yeah, yeah. And let me, you know, let me know if you guys have additional questions. Um, I feel like a lot of the things we discuss is very, very high level. And so there is a lot that needs to be broken down. And so that's what a class eventually is gonna offer is the more one-to-one services. Um, but you know, right now the goal is is to focus on larger projects outside of the mobile home room. So stay mm. tuned. All right, all right. I can't wait. Tears that I need the money to start to invest to start. Hey, five hundred dollars, you get five hundred dollars together, okay? You can use other people's money, right? <laughs> right. Elon Musk did. He brought Twitter with other people's money. Don't y'all think mm. that was his money? Mm. <laughs> you can wholesale. You know, you can wholesale a property. Um. Mr. Morgan has experience in this if he's still on the call, but wholesaling a home is you found a home. Um, you don't want to deal with it. Maybe you don't want to flip it and all of that stuff. But what you can do is, is find a end buyer. And a lot of paperwork goes into, well, it's not a lot of paperwork, but it's paperwork that goes into the wholesaling piece because you want to make sure that you get the seller locked in on that contract to state that they're going to give you a certain amount of days to wholesale the home. Um, and that gives you the opportunity. Now, like myself, I have a whole buyer's list. So about two to 300 people that are currently looking for houses. <laughs> um, wow. So what I do is, is when I find a home that may not be a good fit for my portfolio, I would just wholesale it. And I would offer it to people that are interested in buying it. So I have no money in. All I am is the middle person of the deal. Mm. And I'm getting them to actually sign the contract. And then I would have a end buyer price. And that's how you make your money. I saw that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you Go ahead. Oh, so I actually saw somebody that do that on TikTok. I'm pretty sure it was TikTok. Mm -hmm. And like I went through a couple of his videos and he actually does it in North Carolina. So he say, but I thought that he was lying. And I was like, this is just too good to be true. This is too good to be true. Every video that I looked at, but he pretty much said that he does that. He was like, he, he will see a house. He will find people that want to buy it and then he's the middleman that don't actually put in the money but he yeah. gets his money back and I was like this this it doesn't make sense how is that even possible but right. you just said it so now I'm like I can do this 
<laughs> so do you have to have a real estate license to wholesale? No, you don't. Not at this moment. So wholesale, no deals. You don't. You do not need a real estate license. Um, and that's why I choose to be a real estate investor versus a real estate agent. Um, I mean, you're doing pretty much the chunk of the work um, by finding a buyer and finding the potential seller. Because sometimes they don't always come to you. Sometimes you may have to find them. You know. Right. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh man, yeah. oh man. Uh, so Mr. Hunter said most of his deals are owner finance. Yes. Man. So, um, a few of my deals are owner finance. Um, and so basically, what that means is, and um, Hunter can kind of elaborate on this piece. But I buy the homes, I flip them, I rehab them, I get them beautiful, and then, um, I sell them, and I put them on owner finance. It's a contract between me and that potential um, buyer. Now they're gonna buy the home for said price and then they're gonna be on that pretty much agreement for five to six years, however much the um, remaining balance is on the loan. Um, so you're so, like the lean, the lean person pretty much, exactly. okay. Yep. Okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yep. So um, once I set that agreement up, if they do not pay it, I take the home back. And you still got all the money that they did pay. Yeah. So it's a win-win either way. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Tia said, "Let me use your money, please." <laughs> you take these keys. I give you some money. No, let me stop. A tear said, "Great information makes me feel like I can do it." Honestly, that means you is like you, I mean, you got can. me excited. You got yeah, me excited. Yeah. Okay, you certainly can. Um, uh, you know, you just have to really uh, focus on what your ultimate end goals are. What's the exit strategy for all the homes that you buy? Just think about that. Um, because mm. everybody don't flip. I'm I'm an exclusive and serial flipper. Everybody does not flip. I love to flip homes. I love to go out and pick out the flooring and the lighting and the paint. I love to do all those things. I want um, to do that. <clears throat> in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, that's money, money, money. Is what I'm thinking <laughs> in my mind right now. <laughs> like, I gotta go buy carpet and paint and knobs and a fridge, whatever it is. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, it's just light switches. Light, light. <laughs> but it's funny yeah. because even when uh, me and Sunshine, we always have conversations about like buying houses and stuff. I always said that I wanted a house that I could rehab. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I need a new build. I <laughs> you know, as a landlord, I think as a landlord, when I think about my investments, um, I buy the nicest things, um, but it's within a set price range. So I don't go crazy on um, the things that they have in the house. They have the necessities. Um, I buy a nice fridge, stove, and refrigerator for them. Sometimes a microwave if they have like the little up top part. Um, but you know, finding those deals, you want to stay within your budget. You don't want to go outside of your budget. You you know, I have a lot of people that I know in the industry that spends a lot of money on their mobile home investing um, investments. 
with like the material and things like that, but make it look nice. Um, you know, I found countertops for a hundred dollars at Lowe's. Like you literally just have to go out and scout for your supplies and find them at a good price. Um, you know, you can find cabinets that are beautiful and practically new off a of marketplace. So, you know, things like doorknobs, Amazon, lighting, Amazon, um, you know, so I'm, I'm dropping you guys some gems so that when y'all get started, you can just, yeah. Child, I'm about to get started. Maybe 2023. It's 100% wholesale is like a consignment store. You get the item, but if you don't sell it, you give it back to the owner. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. literally are losing nothing. Yeah, you're not losing anything. So you can set the contract for 30 days. And if you didn't find anybody, you're not losing. Dry. Yeah. Hunter, put your app, your information in the chat box too. Yeah, he on that time of year, you can. <laughs> Tell us we can too, Hunter. Be ready over here. Okay. I'm about to be getting on both of y'all nerves. This is great. I'm so excited. I get on his nerves all the time. I'm asking questions about, you know, because his experience is um, a little bit different from mine, I think. And so, you know, we collaborate together and I'm able to ask him very high level questions um, because something about the industry is, is that you want to stay pure and authentic to yourself. So, um, and, and Hunter knows this, like, you know, um, when you set out to create a business, your business and your brand is who you are. Um, and you want to be truthful when you're conducting business. Um, and that is something that I've learned in the mobile home realm is that you will meet scammers. You're going to meet people that are not good. And so, um, yeah, just take that with you guys, um, is that it's just so important to just be authentic. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. I got one more question. Oh, go for it. Okay, I got to answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> as a black woman, do you sometimes feel like you get pushback? Um, surprisingly, no, not as a black woman, not yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but as a woman in woman. general, mm -hmm. yes, I get pushback. Um, because all of my guys are, all of my workers are males. Um, and so I currently don't have a woman team. It would be cool to have a woman team if I find them. But currently all of my, um, all of my workers are males. And surprisingly, all of them are, um, you know, they have been in the industry just as long as I have. And mm -hmm. You know, when I come on site, they know I'm I'm there to inspect, make sure that my project is going as it should be. But they know I don't play either. You know, time is money, and we need to get this house done in thirty days. <laughs> you serious about that thirty days? Okay. Day twenty five. It don't look like it's gonna be done in thirty. I need y'all to wrap this up. Yeah, five. <laughs> Wrap it up. Well, Hunter said you the pro, Mimi. He said you the pro. <laughs> 
And then he also said you uh, you both heavily distance yourself from people who aren't authentic. Yes, yes. It's it hard to sometimes because people is good at this act. They good at acting. Okay. Well, you know, in this industry, it is very small. So if you are out here, you know, not being truthful and authentic in your business, people will know. Um, and so you just want to take what you learn and really grow your business and focus on your goals. Um, don't get greedy, you know, because I, I find that a lot of people in the industry get greedy when they start seeing how much money you can make over a short time frame. But it's not about the money because you can make that over and over and over again. Right. 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 Well, one more question. And I know we at time. But um, what is a mobile home in 2022 rent for? Oh, rent for. Oh, Fifteen, seventeen hundred dollars if it's the 2022-23. If it's like the mobile homes that I um, invest in currently, the youngest one that I have probably is like nineteen ninety-one. Um, and depending on the comps in each area, so right in Lexington, North Carolina, mines are renting for like five, six hundred dollars. Um. But I have land and a setup in Hamlet. I'm probably gonna run those maybe, maybe five fifty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just like a single family home. They have comps. You have to make sure that you're staying in in line with what the um, rental rates are in the area. So you can't go and say you're gonna have a mobile home that's going for, I don't know, fifteen hundred dollars when it's really supposed to only be five hundred and fifty dollars. I swear they'd be happening in Chatham County, honey. In there forever, they renting it for eighteen hundred. They paying more in that mobile in that mobile home than I am, and I gotta, you know, I'm in a house. I'm like, and they could be on section eight too. Um, you know, it could be on section eight. So you never know, like what how the structure of the home is being funded. So um, that is another area that a lot of people you know, kind of go into um, is Section 8 funding where you could mm-hmm. price it at a certain rate based upon the comps in the area and the house has to be updated and things like that. So right. um, I would say a brand new mobile home, <laughs> minimal, the minimal payment or the minimal amount is probably about 100K, 115 um, and up, you know, so mm-hmm. Mobile homes are starting to be the next um, thing that people are looking to invest in. They have all types, all styles, you know, um, double wide, single wide, the Mm. modular home styles. So, right, right. Mm. Oh, man. Well, this was so good. Oh, my God. Thank you, ladies, so much. So, 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 so much. Uh, I'll let Chaz take us out. Take us out, Chaz. First, I just want to say that we're going to have to have you on again because I want to know about land and paying okay. the contractor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So we would definitely have her on again, y'all. Um, she dropped a whole lot of gems. Her information is in the chat, but we are going to post it on our page whenever we post it so yeah. that you can reach out to her. Um, what was I about to say? If you want to sew in the ministry. <laughs> because it costs to do this. You can hit it us is. up 
at money sign occasionally posh that's on mm -hmm. cash app baby send us some coins also i do want to point out that um sunshine had said the other day that she wanted to buy meals for a um family or multiple families if possible um for thanksgiving and we can also do christmas as well so mm -hmm. if you want to um help us fund that you can also send the money to dollar sign occasionally posh and just put in turkey or christmas and that okay. way we know what to use the funds for we plan to buy groceries for people we're going to do that um also please like share what else am i supposed to say like share and follow oh, us right. occasionally oh, we are on all the platforms, baby. You can find us everywhere. We are even on iHeart, baby, because we are we is the bombs. <laughs> we is out there in these streets. What's uh -huh. next? I forgot. <laughs> I usually do this, Mimi, but I've been making her do it the last two weeks. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> so if you have any shows, show suggestions. Suggestions. Mm. I don't uh -huh. know why I can't talk. Or if you would like to be a guest on the show, please hit us up at occasionallyposh at gmail.com or you can DM us on occasionally posh on our Facebook and Instagram. Or mm -hmm. you can hit up me or Sunshine personally. Right. Right, right. That's good. You did it. <laughs> so again this we are live every wednesday at 9 30 but we also load the podcast via audio platforms like spotify iheart apple pandora uh, we're on amazon whatever the amazon podcast is I'm, I'm you name it. um we're on all of them so if you ever go you know you you watch it you you know watching it is great but also if you want to listen to it on the way to work on thursday or Friday, depending on the week, uh, you can do so as well. So thank you, thank you again, Mimi, for joining us. Don't leave yet because we you. want to tell you thank you offline as well. Okay. <laughs> um, but thank everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week at the same time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>